This is the Cinematography for Actors podcast. More than a podcast, CFA is a vibrant community devoted to bridging the gap between talent and crew. Each week, our show offers transparent, insightful conversations with industry leaders. We unveil the magic behind the scenes from candid discussions about unique filmmaking processes to in-depth technical exploration. Join us in unraveling the intricacies of filmmaking one episode at a time. It's more than just cameras and lenses over here. We aim to inspire, educate, and empower as we peel back the curtain on the art of effective story telling. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. All right. As a DP, I know purchasing gear can kind of be a nightmare. Whether you're talent or crew, finding technical solutions to any of your problems can be very challenging. And what's even harder is knowing where to go. So we have an answer for you. Head over to BandPro, one of our incredible sponsors here at CFA. Whether you're looking for high-end cameras and lenses or looking for guidance on what is needed to get started on this equipment journey of yours, BandPro has the gear and team that you need to thrive in your own career. They are the exclusive representative of Ingenue's complete cinema line for all of North and South America, and their customer support is fantastic. Not only do they have a great team to answer any product question you might have, but they also have a talented team of in-house technicians that you can actually talk to to get your equipment back up and running. Which is really important, especially if you're on set. So. Yeah bonus. Go to bandpro.com or stop in at their location in Burbank and please make sure to say hi from CFA because we love them hi so from very us. much. Yeah, hello. Thanks. Hi everyone and welcome back to another Cinematography for Actors podcast episode here live at AFI Fest. I am joined here with the filmmaking team of Cherry Compote. We have three lovely filmmakers, if you are listening and cannot watch this, sitting with me today on a couch. My name is Indiana. I'm one of the founders of CFA. We have here Teddy Schaefer, director. We have Hello. Camille Salik, the writer, and we have Laura Marks, our producer. Hi. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks nice. for having me. Nice <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked you're here too. I am feeling the love on this couch today. Now, before we dive into like the technical, practical, and creative, can we get a bit about what this film is about? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, simply put, it's you know a man grieving um, and coming to terms with that grief uh yeah and all the hijinks that ensue um you know when he believes that his wife his deceased wife um is haunting him so. wow okay yes <laughs> and origin of this where did it come from like ideas yeah. um i mean if, unfortunately um reality my grandmother she passed away during the pandemic and i was not able to mourn with my family and so you know, it was more of just me reflecting, you know, amidst calls to my grandfather and, um, yeah, reflecting on their relationship as well as my perception of my grandmother. And, um, yeah, just, and that's what came about was me just reflecting on her legacy. And it started off as just being this, you know, simple practice of me letting it out on the page um, wow. and you know just me sobbing over over my laptop in the most melodramatic way but yeah that's what hey at the end of the day it's yeah. an art form we're artists <laughs> yeah. you're allowed you have emotions they're valid and they're here and I love it um Teddy when getting this uh script yeah what was the first thing that drew you to it the ideas around it or like oh I just can't wait to show this I mean I think it definitely was the characters um the relationship between Lev and Sonia and the dialogue between them. Just, you know, like, 
the first time that Sonia appears and she nags at him, I just thought it was very surprising, but fun. I don't know, way to approach your lover who's grieving you to sort of nag at you. I think that's such a good representation of of family. It reminds me of my grandparents, um, just the way that they would fight, but it was out of such tough love. Um, Yeah, and then I think it was really just exciting to think of ways to bring Sonia to life. Yeah. I think that when I think about my grandmother, I think about her environment, like the, the house that she lived in and all the stuff that she had, the wallpaper. So I just thought the best way to have her be revealed is through the space Absolutely. and through the design and through the her the kind of like ingredients of her life that wow. she lived. And Laura, for casting, you know, we've had um, two of your teams speak about the importance of character and the identity around that. And then I want to get into eventually environment and mm-hmm. that as a character. But for casting, what were like the key, the biggest things that you're like, these are our priorities. This is what we're looking at. What did it first go from like, it needs to be authentic to the looks or was it like, let's see if someone's going to surprise us. Um, the casting process was difficult because first we were dealing with like an elderly age group and in a dream world we wanted our actors to be Ukrainian to get it to be as authentic as possible. <laughs> After a significant search um, including us literally flying flyering around like little you know Ukrainian shops Absolutely, like selling yeah. cherry compote we kind of realized we needed to expand our search yeah. so Sonia is played by a Russian actress mm-hmm. um, but she is incredibly close with you know the story yeah. the culture yeah. um, and so that felt like kind of an authentic alternative way of portraying her yes um, and then actually one of our probably most special find in terms of casting was um, Sofia, who played the young Sonia, who actually came to the US on a program uniting for Ukraine as a Ukrainian refugee. So um, her being here today and seeing the film was incredibly special for her. Yeah. And that's such a wonderful um, way of dealing with the themes of mourning and like having your audience resonate, because I think we can all resonate on like, you know, time isn't always the kindest to us. And so we can't always be there for those moments. And so finding a way of putting that into a film together with a filmmaking team like yourselves is a really beautiful way of having your audience connect. And so that's so wonderful. Um, Now for the practical of like the visual themes Mm. and ideas, you read the script and you're immediate. Do you have a style on your own? Like as a director, you're like, I always kind of like this kind of shot design. I always kind of like this framing. Or is it um, for this story specifically, let's switch it up. I think it was this story in particular that made me, I don't know, just want to do something really creative. Um, I think that I was, I don't know, thinking about like Wes Anderson and, and there's this there's this woman who, um, I forgot her name, but she had this exhibit called Anonymous Women and it's like a bunch, kind of, there's statues um, that portray kind of like a, 1950s like housewife and the kind of like folklore behind that through visuals like she's coming out of an oven and she's coming out of like a curtain drape and I just thought there was there was something really haunting about the that those photos and I pretty much just wanted to kind of mimic that haunting feel because it was very colorful but also very um, mysterious at the same time 
So yeah, hopefully I achieve that. Incredible. <laughs> now with the um, with the script, you kind of start with the script. You've locked it finally after maybe like you know a dozen, twenty, thirty drafts. Um, how much of what people are going to be seeing on screen is what you started with on the script versus what did you have to change because of limitations of just filmmaking in general and the constraints around it? Um, I mean, I think <laughs> this, the the elements of Sonia appearing was had to come in through multiple drafts of the script. And I that think was that, all Teddy. Yeah. The, that was all Teddy. But I think, yeah, I think that I definitely wanted to keep the spirit of the dialogue mm. and because I think that was written so well and that's what drew me to the script you know like the just the way that these characters speak to each other um, so I definitely wanted to preserve that but I think you know Sonia she comes in and out more than she did previously because I wanted to kind of keep that like build so that you know, when she ha they do have that final conversation, she's right there. Yeah. Um, so being able to build up to that was important. We also, um, we did have an entire exorcism scene in yeah. um, the script, scenes. the locked <laughs> script that we shot. How and we crazy sh and fun. It was How crazy. crazy. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, it also got It cut. happens. <laughs> it <laughs> happens. I get it. It yeah. didn't quite make the cut. That's um, okay. Yeah. But I think that was really interesting in the editing process. You know, through feedback, that felt in the script development um, process like it was our most pivotal scene. Yeah. And then the fact that we could entirely do away with it and still have, you know, the kind of arc and um, most the arc of the story and the most sincere version of it without it was interesting. That's cool. Now, one of the biggest things of AFI Conservatory and of the festival, the festival this year, the theme, the logo, slogan is Filmless for Everyone. At AFI, I think that's like the running theme of the conservatory um, because you have a diverse group of filmmakers every year entering into the program and making films. What is the biggest part or the most important thing about finding your collaborators for projects? What's like the one thing you look for when you're hiring your team? I'll um, kind well, of ask I, each one of okay. you. Yeah. Um, It's so hard to pick one thing. <laughs> I know. Of, of course. I've tricked you guys. Of, of course, like, technical skill, visual sure. style, originality. But honestly, for me, I think what AFI taught me is, like, I need to get on with the people I'm working with on a personal level. Yes. Like, I need to be able to, you know, understand one another as humans, have that level of empathy and spark off each other. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, for me, as a writer, like, I have to be able to communicate, like, and, you know, have discussions, you know, I'm not, um, like, it's not a transactional relationship, um, and so, yeah, feeling like I can have a conversation with the, with my collaborators, like, and so we discuss what we're, like, our shared goal. As a writer, like, having that discussion, that preliminary discussion is really important for me, and, like, Lara and Teddy being so like open to you know engaging in that like because we're also we're filmmakers so we I love discussing you know what we do um, yeah so being able to do that that's a big one for me beautiful Teddy how about you um, yeah I think I think what I've realized through this process is it's great to work with people who kind of say yes to things even if it's not possible it's like okay yes but we have to do this, yeah. not no, we can't do that. 
let's like let's get that's crazy yeah i think that like our costume designer Millie, she was so great to work with because she just kind of went on board with the craziness and i mean like she um she kind of made it all happen with the wallpaper (laughs) with the she's draped in laundry when she's in the kitchen obviously the deleted scene of her you won't see it, but she's, like, draped in curtain. So Millie, like, made this whole curtain gag, which was wow. so great. Yeah. So, yeah, just exciting to, like, have someone on board that is just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, now we're going to have to get out of it because the interview is unfortunately over. Um, but thank you so much for joining thank us. I'm so us. excited thank that you. people get to see Cherry Compote here at AFI Fest. Now, when are you screening? Was it today already? Yeah. We've just had it. Oh, my God. Incredible. So... Hopefully Cherry Compote comes to a festival near you. If not, I'm sure eventually it will be available online when the festival circuit is over. Um, we have here once again Teddy Schaefer, our director, Camille Salik, our writer, and Laura Marks, our wonderful producer. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Join us in bridging the gap between talent and crew. Start by subscribing on your preferred podcast platform. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date on vendor discounts, community events, new podcast releases, and you can educate yourself through our free course releases on YouTube. It all starts at cinematographyforactors.com. And if you like this episode, consider leaving a review to make it easier for fine folks just like yourself to find us. We have some super exciting news. CFA has teamed up with We Make Movies to offer you a discount on production management services, including access to comprehensive production insurance, workers' comp for your next shoot. All you have to do is visit wemakemovies.com slash insurance and use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote. Also, we've just partnered with We Audition, which I'm sure you know I'm very excited about, to offer you 25% off your membership. Use code CFA25 to get that membership for only $7.50 a month or $75 a year.